From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 8th of July. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest news stories, including Finland's new border wall and Putin's comments about the war in Ukraine. We'll also be answering today's big question, why is Theranos back in the news? As well as discussing the latest leadership, runners and riders in the UK. But first, the sad news of the assassination of the former Japanese Prime Minister. Japan has been rocked today by the assassination of its longest-serving Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe. This morning, the former Prime Minister was shot during a speech in the Japanese city of Nara, where he was campaigning for a Liberal Democratic Party candidate ahead of this Sunday's upper house elections. Abe, who was 67, sustained two deep wounds in his neck and was confirmed to be dead in hospital at 5.03pm local time. Abe was the country's longest-serving prime minister, having served in office from 2006 to 2007 and then again from 2012 to 2020. Police have arrested a 41-year-old suspect, and reports suggest that the weapon used in the shooting was a homemade gun. Abe's assassination has shocked Japan, a country where gun violence is incredibly rare, but also the rest of the world too, with current and former leaders expressing their shock and sorrow at his killing. Let's now move to Russia, where today Putin has issued Ukraine with an ultimatum. Accept Moscow's terms or brace for the worst. When talking to a group of leaders of the Russian parliament, Putin said that the West wants to fight us until the last Ukrainian. It's a tragedy for the Ukrainian people, but it looks like we're heading in that direction. This was a clear attempt to threaten the Ukrainians into sitting down and talking with him, and to try and come up with some sort of negotiated peace settlement. Part of these negotiations, though, would likely include Ukraine ceding some land to Russia, such as Donetsk and Crimea. With Russia wanting to end the war without being humiliated, which would necessitate some sort of land gain for them, and Ukraine refusing to hand over the land, it's hard to see how a negotiated peace settlement could really work, especially with Putin making claims like this. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or you can just search for us in your favourite podcast app. As we've spoken about a lot this week, Boris Johnson has finally agreed to resign. In his speech outside number 10 yesterday, Johnson conceded that them's the breaks, something that's been memed quite a few times online already. The question is though, while Johnson now accepts that the gig is up, how long will he remain in Downing Street? with Johnson suggesting that he'll be around until autumn. However, yesterday, former Prime Minister John Major urged Johnson to leave number 10 and allow Dominic Raab to take over as a caretaker until a successor is elected. And this is a suggestion that's garnered a lot of sympathy from other Tory backbenchers who are frankly rather sick of Johnson at this point. That's at least partly because as Johnson's effectively been ousted, he'll have little authority for the remainder of his time in office. And as such, it's feared that for the remainder of his tenure, he'd be characterised as a lame duck leader who's unable to actually lead anything. As it stands, there have been no clear attempts to actually take Johnson out, but many are suggesting that Raab could be in office as soon as next week. 
Next up, Finland has passed a new law which would see the construction of a much, much stronger border fence along the country's border with Russia. Amid ever-increasing tensions between the two sides, Finland fears that Russia may be about to use migrants and the threat of mass migration to exert pressure on the country during its accession into NATO. Currently, parts of the Finnish-Russian border are only separated by wooden fences, primarily designed to just contain livestock. These new amendments to the Border Guard Act will allow for the construction of a sturdier fence along the 1,300-kilometer-long border. Sanna Paolo, the head of the Finnish Border Guard's legal division, said that what we're aiming to build now is a sturdy fence with a real barrier effect. In all likelihood, the fence will not cover the entire eastern border, but will be targeted at locations considered to be the most important. Finally, let's move on from Finland to the world of football, where Sepp Blatter and Michel Platini, once among football's most powerful men, have been acquitted of fraud by Switzerland's federal criminal court after a long-running dispute. That's because in January 2011, Blatter, the then president of FIFA, authorized a payment of 2 million Swiss francs to Platini, then the vice president of FIFA and president of UEFA. This payment came to light following an investigation by the US's Department of Justice into bribery, fraud, and money laundering at FIFA back in 2015. The two men were subsequently charged with fraud and various other offenses by Swiss prosecutors in November 2021, with prosecutors arguing that the payment damaged FIFA's assets and unlawfully enriched Platini. It was this payment that effectively ended both men's careers at the top of international football, with FIFA's ethics committee banning both of them from football, despite both men consistently denying any wrongdoing. That's all we have time for today on YouTube, but if you want more, including our discussion of why Theranos is back in the news and the runners and riders for the Tory leadership contest, then you'll want to check out the extended version of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday. Available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free, too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.